Hello, clicks players around the globe. Welcome to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I am your host, Hunter Smith. With me today is a sexy man, Mr. Drew Alderson. Hey. I always get hopeful that it's going to be me you're going to announce. The sexy man. Keep on hoping. Drew Alderson Part 2. <laughs> and Austin Smith as well. Okay. He's there too. Consolation prize. Consolation prize. <laughs> Uh, welcome to episode 65. You're third behind me twice. <laughs> I you didn't think it was possible, but it just happened. So we we hit a milestone. We did. We actually, on Podbean, have hit 100,000 plays. That's over, of course, not once. In on the, one episode. On one episode. <laughs> no. That's over uh, each of our episodes. But that was a nice little milestone that popped up. This past week was a hundred thousand plays. So thanks all of you guys who use Podbean. If you don't use Podbean, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool uh, website that has a ton of other podcasts, and you can set up, you know, kind of similar to iTunes, except on, on the PC. And then you can bring up your account. You can all your uh, podcasts that you choose to follow. All you do is click the follow button beside it, and you can. Uh, It'll pull up all the recent episodes, and you can pick and choose what you want. So it, it is nice because you can uh, do it at work and stuff, and you don't have to have your phone out and risk getting in trouble or whatever. But anyways, for those of you guys who don't know, we do have a Podbean website. That's our main website. Uh, but yeah, we 100,000 plays was, was pretty nice and pretty impressive. So we want to thank all of you guys out yeah. there. I mean, I'm sure it's got to be way more than that because it does not count. ITunes. My iTunes hits either. Does Apple give us the data? So, yeah, it's pretty nice. And then on the average, we get um, right when an episode comes out, we get about a thousand hits on Podbean, and then over about a month, I would say it goes up to two thousand. And that's just on Podbean. So, like like we just said, the more we get more than that on iTunes too. So, very happy. Thanks you guys for the support. And as we all as we say, um, you know, we don't promote this cast everywhere and shove it down everybody's throats our only promotion really is by you guys telling your friends so if you guys know other players at your venues you know share the good word about the podcast and excuse me sir have you heard the have, have you, you heard the word have you heard the good word of andrew alderson um so tell your friends have them check out the podcast but anyways thanks you guys for the support today is kind of just like a spoiler alert podcast because there's been so many like official and unofficial spoilers over the last week and actually two weeks because if you guys remember last week was just our episode with jittery and that was all that our episode contained last week because we actually went camping down at my mom's me and austin and and uh the rest of my cousins his brothers we went on a camping trip so we wanted to play that jittery interview for you guys we hope you enjoyed that and wasn't live sorry really it liked him he was a really nice yeah. guy definitely yeah. having him on the show again yeah we're future. we're gonna try to get him on again it sounded like he was interested for sure in being on again so if you guys want more of that or you have any other ideas for other people you would like to hear interviews with or be a guest host one week you know just shoot them to us on gmail uh, if any of you guys out there who are former world champions or you know work for whiz kids or something else you know run a, a large um hero clicks website or something and you want to get involved with us you know just shoot shoot me a email on facebook or gmail and we'll definitely hook up but since we've been anyways like we were saying since we've been kind of gone for two weeks we have a lot of spoilers to hit oh boy um from a lot of different sets 
So we're going to be covering that. We'll just kind of alternate. Um, let's start off with the Yu-Gi-Oh! spoilers that were actually from like a week ago. But we had the four-star Ladybug of Doom. Excuse me, i got to add the of Doom part or it's not quite as intimidating just being a Ladybug. <laughs> and Cobra Man Sakuzi. And both of these guys have animal cured, right? I think so. Yeah, it looks like they do. So let's let... Uh, Drew, you want to start us off with the Ladybug? Sure, I will start us off with Ladybug. Uh, Four-star Ladybug of Doom is 40 points. It has zero range, and it's got flight. Um, It starts off with a special trait. Uh, Modify a four-star Ladybug Ladybug of Doom's attack and damage values by plus one when targeting a character of 100 points or less with an attack. So, I guess that ain't bad. Only 40 points for the figure, too, which yeah. is really cheap. He's got uh, he's got an 8 movement charge, 9 attacks, 16 super senses, and shape change. So he's kind of a get up in your face and roll some dice and hope you live. Two kind ways of. to dodge with shape change and super senses. Pretty good. I mean, he's not bad. Not too bad. I mean, if you, if you factor in the trait, you're looking at a 40-point piece that can... That has flight, charge with 10 and 3. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad for 40 points at all. do some great things. Especially if you're playing an animal team and you need some flight, um, mm. need some carry. That's not a bad. Not yeah. too bad. For Yu-Gi-Oh! only, not a bad piece. And then we have Cobra Man Sakuzi. I, I like this guy. He's pretty sweet. You, you Go ahead, Austin. You like him. You can talk about him. Okay. Uh, Cobra Man Sakuzi has Bakura, Animal, Earth, and Soldier keywords. He's 75 points. Uh, four range. No special combat symbols. On his top dial, he's looking at sidestep, a special attack power, toughness, and damage with 9 movement, 9 attack, 3 damage, and 17 defense. What makes him so awesome, though, is his special attack power. Give Cobra Man Sakuzi a ranged combat action that deals no damage. Hit characters, place a Venom token on their card. At the beginning of your turn, opposing characters with any Venom tokens are dealt 1 penetrating damage if they haven't already been dealt damage by this effect this turn. A character with a Venom token may be given a power action to remove all Venom tokens from, the, from their card. 75 points for one penetrating damage every turn. Mm-hmm. And four range on that venomous spit. It it sucks that he can't do it close combat also is the only thing I don't like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like And he doesn't have sharpshooter. Ooh, that's cool. That's a, that's a good idea. <laughs> you know, uh, we like, learned firsthand today that sniper rifle, pretty good. Especially on snake-based we'll get into characters. Especially <laughs> on snake-based characters, so... We'll get into that a little later in the podcast. But, uh, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, I, the sculpt is really awesome, too. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and then, like Austin was saying, he's got the spit. He's got uh, one of our favorite combinations on the cast, sidestep and CCE. Yep, he picks up uh, some charge poison on his bottom clicks. I mean, 75-point piece with poison is never anything to scoff at to begin with, but a penetrating damage every turn is nice. Animal and soldier keywords are nice, too. Um, yeah, I like him overall. I think he, for Yu-Gi-Oh! only, um, which is probably what you're going to be playing him in since the Yu-Gi-Oh! OP events are coming up, um, I think he's pretty solid for Yu-Gi-Oh! only. Yes, sir. So, what else do we have here? Alright, I'm excited to talk about this next spoiler. And it's not just because she has the Teen Titans keyword. It's because she has the Injustice League keyword. It's because she has that amazing Injustice League team ability that we talk about how much we love all the time. Not the worst <laughs> team no. ability. Wait, 
Yeah, it is the worst team ability. This time ability. it is the worst team ability in the game. It's what's worse? There the, isn't one. That's what I thought. All right, we're talking, of course, about Magenta, who is going to be in the Flash set, and she will be from the looks of her. Wait, symbol, Hunter. The Super Red. There's going to be a Flash set. There is. I hear it's coming out sometime this year, maybe in like three, four weeks from now. Uh, Magenta Magenta has Injustice League, Rogues, and Teen Titans keywords. She has 115 points. She has, as we alluded to, the always super useful Injustice League team ability. And she has Flight, 7 range, 2 bolts. She does have a trait which gives her... I'm assuming this is a mistake on the card and that it's not supposed to be a trait and it's supposed to just be a normal improved... Uh, she has improved targeting, ignores all characters, friendly and opposing. I didn't even notice that, actually. Yeah, I'd, on her dial, she has the X, so that tells me that that, it, that on the card, that the card is a mistake, that that's actually just supposed to be a... Anyways, her other trait, or maybe her only trait, we'll see, is called Attract or Repel. Give Magenta a free action, choose a character with normal symbol, the starburst symbol, if you want to call it that, or tiny symbol, Within three squares and line of fire. And remember, she ignores all characters on line of fire, so it'll be relatively easy to get this. Place that character into a square adjacent to the one they currently occupy. Now, the the, the usage on that is just, like, infinite. Hunter. What? She makes everybody a shambling man. She, exactly. We love, we love on this podcast, we love living, living mummy. In fact, I'm playing it, playing him at GP coming up. I oh, built it. Man. I was playing, a, building a brute team and I was like, I can't not have the shambling man oh, on this man, team. The shambling man. You can bet your sweet ass that he's a future Hall of Famer. <laughs> he's going to be in the Silver Age as soon as he rotates. There's something else about this figure you should know. What's that? She's not silvering. Oh, we're going to get, so, so, sorry, I stopped. So, uh, there's infinite uses for that trait. You can basically break anybody away for free because you're placing and not moving. So, you could get your own characters out of the way. You could just use it as kind of a free little sidestep. But you're going to see when we talk about her special barrier power here in just a few minutes how this trait is even better on this particular But, Hunter, she's got something that makes her even more worth the points. The TA. Yes. Top yeah. dial, she has sidestep, and then the attack power, which I assume Drew yeah. is. Is it? Yes. So what? How her attack power works is she can use telekinesis. That's good, I guess. Yeah. That's Give okay. her a move action. What? And after action resolve, she can use TK as a free. Action. Shut the front door. That's right. You're telling me. You heard me correct. So he's she slingshots people. She slingshots people. Then she could move them up again with her trait if she really wanted to. Move, awesome. move the fuck over, catapult turtle. You got someone <laughs> coming to take your crown. Hey, hey, no one dethrones the catapult. Turtle. <laughs> I think she dethrones the catapult. Then she turtle. gets the she uh, at the same time top dial. Top dial has this special defense power called magnetic barriers, and this is the mm. reason why I love this piece more than anything. Okay, she can use barrier and toughness. Right. When she uses Barrier and Actions Resolve, you may choose one opposing character with the fist and the normal damage symbol within two squares of a blocking terrain marker. So, remember, she has seven range. So, basically within nine squares of her, you can take the character 
place it adjacent to the blocking terrain that you just put up. When a character adjacent to one of these markers attempts to move, it must attempt to break away as if the marker was a character friendly to magenta and can't be ignored for movement purposes. That's amazing. So, now think about this. In some situations, you would be able to use her barrier. Probably just by placing the barrier, you're going to be able to put it adjacent to, say, two of their four figures. Then you can kick in her trait and move another one of them next to the figure. Maybe even whoever's basing you and giving you trouble, like with her. Like if they run in, base you, you throw out a barrier a little ways away, you move, you make one of them be next to your opponent who's giving you trouble, and then you use your trait and move them next to that barrier, and now their entire team is now stuck. It sucks she doesn't have willpower. That's the only thing I really wish she had. But she... I think she's a good piece for 115. 115, points. she's great. She's a at the very least, she's a 115 barrier piece, a, a barrier TK, annoying, a really, With and a taxi range. too because she's flight. Yep. So think about this for a second. Even as Austin's saying, just if you wanted to use her for support, which she, you're mainly going to be using her for, she has flight. She carries one person. Yeah. She was... moves up seven squares. Then TK. Then all... you give her. Now that she took a move action, now you can TK a third character for free, and then you can trigger her trait and move another person at least one square. You know, it'd be great with her. Any way to give her enhancement or empower, particularly, would make her absolutely ridiculous. So she has shape change top dial. Next two clicks, um, she bug. keeps the barrier, but she picks up force blast and range combat oh, expert. And then her last three clicks, she loses her special barrier, but she picks up energy shield. And kind of, kind of switches between RCE and shape change. But I really like the dial. I really, I also like those keywords, the Rogues and the Teen Titans. I really think I'll be playing this figure, and I think it'll be one of those figures that's fun to play, win or lose. It, I like creative pieces like this where you can really get. Yeah, this is. I love one, battlefield manipulation. One thing I'm realizing about the magnetic barriers, looking at it, it just says place that character adjacent to the marker. You can place it on either side of it if you wanted. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Uh, that's what I was saying. Like, if somebody's giving you trouble, even it, because remember, you can use barrier while you're based. So if somebody rushes in and and is giving you trouble, is going to poison you or something, throw out barrier, activate the power, put them on the other side of the damn barrier, and choose another one of their people and place them next. Like she's going to be annoying if in the right player's hands, she's yeah. going to be good. Um, uh, we forgot to mention, as always, if you want to follow along with us on these. Um, some of these, most of these, you can go to HeroClicks.com and pull up. Um, including this next one, who is called Mob Rule. If you're unfamiliar with him, he is a Flash character who's most of the time an ally. Yeah. And this is a gravity feed figure, so we're going to assume that we also are going to get uh, a Mob Rule in the main, main set, set as well. I love the sculpt. I mean, like, I don't even care about the rest of the character. The sculpt's awesome. And something I thought we could start doing... And actually, we'll go ahead and do it for Magenta real quick. Is for a lot of people who probably aren't familiar with these people, we can just do like a two sentence Wikipedia like. Is this because of Rainbow can. Raider? It did <laughs> may have <Been> inspired. <laughs> is this because of Rainbow? Magenta is a purplish red color. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's go to the magenta disambiguation. Let's pray that she's even on Wikipedia. Yeah, she is. She's gotta be. So there's not much for her. In fact, 
it just scroll up. Is it at the top? No, Look, it's a list of again. yeah. So let's just go down to three point one two. So it's right here. This is what it's bringing us to. So um, no, that's under cicada. It's just referencing magenta. So do we click that? Keep going. Uh, scroll up a little bit. There she is. Okay. There's not much. There's only one paragraph. An early concept design for magenta by George Perez, my favorite artist. Fucking ass. <laughs> Sorry. With the character's <laughs> initial name being Polara. Uh, blah blah blah. Uh, Frankie Kane was a one-time girlfriend of Wally West who gained ma- magnetic powers which killed her family. Oh, nice. Not knowing her purpose in life, she became a villain and first That's joined right. the Cicada cult and the New Rogues before reforming. So she started out as a bad guy and turned yeah. into a Teen Titans. Uh, she can generate and control magnetic fields, which she can use to move, lift, and manipulate ferrous materials, so basically Magneto. She can focus her powers into blasts of concussive magnetic force that can shatter steel or fire electromagnetic pulses to disrupt electronic systems. Hey, she can concentrate her magnetic powers into a protective shield that repels metals and most physical assaults by surrounding herself with an aura of magnetism that has an equal polarity to the Earth's own geomagnetic, geomagnetic field. She can cause the Earth to repel her upward and thereby fly by magnetic levitation. So yes, so she is Magneto. Um, in fact, even in the sense of she started out as a bad guy and now it's turned into a Hell, good guy. you can call her Mags and get away with it. Then the next figure we're about to talk about is Marvel. And let's see. Um, we're gonna, I don't think it's in... I don't think Marvel is on... Uh, to DC Wiki. Mob Rule is not even popular. Well, Mob Rule is kind of relatively recent in Flash Comics, too. Let's see if anything comes up for Mob Rule. Comic Vines an accurate site. Comic Vines is really good on stuff. Mob Rule, a team comprised of dozens of duplicates of Barry Allen's old friend, Manuel Lago. They're neither good nor evil. They just wish to continue living and will do bo- so by any means necessary. They are mob rule. They were in first appearance, The Flash number one, and this was Manipul oh, and Jeff yeah. Johns. Run- no, it's not. It's Manipul and uh, yeah, what uh, was that guy's name? Bra- uh, Brian something. Uh, Brian Bucoletto. So this was the New 52 uh, Flash. Which, is which has good. been pretty decent so far. I like yeah. it. Manipul, anything with Manipul's freaking art is just ridiculous. So, Mobrul, the figure, the figure, again, in the gravity feed. So, so this is one of the rare figures in Heroclix that, while it's not, I would consider it a generic. Yes. but The it's same not. way I would consider Jamie Madrox a generic. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like Mysterio or Jamie Madrox. Like, if, you're, if your venue says uh, Highlander, which means you can't play more than one with character with the same real name, and you said, well, can I play multiple mob rules? I think they would let it slide. Yeah, because... If I were the judge, I would let it slide. Yeah, I mean, look at... Just but to be fair, not all judges are as cool as you, Hunter. It's true. Man, but most, most. are probably. <laughs> Anyways, assassin and spy keywords. Assassin. Only 40 points. Only 40 points. Trait called growing our ranks. When this character takes damage from an opponent's attack, roll a d6 after the action's resolved. On a 5 to 6, you may place adjacent to this character... Number 210 mob rule on click number 3. Or number 009 mob rule on the click number 1. That appears after the orange KO. Interesting. So we know for 100 
10%, that the it will be zero, zero, 009, so it'll be a common as well. So that the main set one's also going to have two dials. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so this dial has plasticity and power and toughness, so it could be really annoying if you had a couple of these swarming up on your opponent. And then two clicks of Flurry, mm-hmm. one of which has Precision Strike, which is a great combo. And then two more Precision clicks. Strike and Power with Flurry. Yeah, and two more clicks of uh, Sidestep Which is the strike. click they start on, I'd like to point right. out, when you bring them in. So if you bring another one in, Drew's bringing up a good point. They'll come in on, in my mind, their best click. Yeah. Flurry, okay. Precision Strike, 16 um, Reflexes. That's really good. And a 2 in Power. For a 40-point piece. For 40 I points. actually think that's a really good piece. So it's not bad at all. Um, what's, his, uh, what's his range value? Uh, three. three. Oh. You know what? They kind of remind me of Nowhere Soldiers. Yeah. Which which we've played a decent amount of. But we to truly see if they're amazing or not, we need to see the main set, too. So we'll yeah, see. that's true. It, it may be even better. That's true. Yeah. Ooh. So, I'll let Drew talk about Ragdoll, but before we do, those of you who listen to every episode may remember when we first said that, oh, Ragdoll's going to be in the set and I got all excited so and then was the got excited. I got excited and then I looked at the, the uh, sculpt and I was like that doesn't look like Ragdoll who the hell is this guy and I was like looked it up we looked it up on Wikipedia his name was Peter Merkel I was like well that's Ragdoll's real name it's gotta be him I don't know what the deal is so I finally found out that this is the father of the Ragdoll that I'm familiar with so the rag doll from Secret Six, which is the one I'm familiar with, and some of you guys, the more recent one that's actually been in comics lately, um, this is his. Son, this is um, the father of Secret Six Ragdoll. Okay, he's an old school villain. If you had to pick a number to describe this dial, what would it be? <laughs> I'm gonna go with a nine. Okay, is that so- a safe bet? This guy has nine movement his entire dial. He has nine attack his entire dial, which is insanely strange. Four out of the five clicks, he has a 17 defense. One, he has a 16, but he has combat reflexes that click. But he has top dial combat reflexes too, so, I mean, he's he ain't bad. He's an annoyance piece, it looks like. He is me. annoying as fuck. Uh, his dial's mirrored. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's got a special trait, which... Kind of, it makes them worth the 60 points, in my opinion. Characters oh, yeah. that move in a square adjacent to Ragdoll and then a square not adjacent to him are dealt one unavoidable damage after actions resolve. So even if they ignore you and they don't have to deal with your plasticity, exactly. they still don't really want to go near you. Yeah. He is just annoying. <laughs> um, he's got shape change. He's got some in-cap. He's got some perplex. He's just got a good amount of everything. He's always got plasticity. His dial is very, very good. And he's a wild points. card. And he's a wild card, uh, which is important. What's one of those team abilities that's really annoying to have? It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Injustice League. Yeah. So, Injustice Society, Keystone City, which is hopefully a, a keyword we'll see more of, and Opal City, keywords. Yeah, yeah I like him. He ain't bad. He ain't bad. He ain't bad. I, um, I really quickly... Well, let's let's finish the dial spoilers and then we'll talk about that. We missed so Jade. They. Oh, I'm sorry. You're correct. So I was really excited for, for just a second. They also um, officially spoiled Cheshire, but we have actually spoiled 
Cheshire here well, on the podcast. We didn't see her team ability yet. Before, I'm or sure. her team base ability wasn't spoiled with her. Oh. Also, mm-hmm. we need to talk about uh, the flash from the gravity feed. We are. Okay. I got to pull I, it up from Reddit. I got um, a bone to pick about that piece. So, we also have Shade. Shade, Austin. Oh, Shade's very cool. Austin, break okay. it down. Shade, Injustice Society, Mystical, and Opal City. Huh. We're seeing a lot of that in Justice Society. Um, six range, though. no combat symbols. <laughs> improve, he has an improved movement and improved targeting for hindering on both. And a special trait, Power of the Darklands. He can use Smoke Cloud and Stealth. Okay, right off the bat as a trait. That's pretty cool. If he has two action tokens, he can use Smoke Cloud as a free action. And we've talked before how good free action Smoke Cloud is. Um, his top dial, he's 10 movement phasing, 10 attack, special attack power, 17 defense with uh, super senses, and, a, and 3 damage with shape change. His second starting click is 8 movement sidestep, 10 attack telekinesis, 17 defense, super senses, 3 damage, shape change. Now, his special attack power is really good. Before removing shades hindering terrain markers from the map, deal one damage to each opposing character within or within range occupying one of these markers. If that character is also adjacent to two or more of them, the damage dealt is penetrating. So if you surround people, he just deals penetrating poison to them. I like it. Yeah. It's worth paying 29 points. And it's free. So, I mean, you're doing other crap. Your TK, or well... If he has two tokens, it's free, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then he picks up special damage power down dial, or on a second click and down dial. Hero, villain, what's the difference? Shade can use perplex. When he does, he may immediately choose a character of 50 points or more and modify that character's combat values by negative one till your next turn and use it a second time. So you... He has to choose a friendly. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So you weaken a friendly in order to use Perplex a second time. And honestly, he could do himself. He could stealth himself with his smoke cloud, and then he could choose himself. If if your opponent doesn't see through hindering, you could stealth yourself and then choose yourself, and you don't really care because they're not going to be able to shoot you anyways. And then he's also got a Mystic's team ability. I, I like it. It's fun. It's... Hard to hit, shape changing super senses. Yeah, it's pretty good. Su- supporty dial. Picks up barrier down dial. Two clicks of regen and prob, which is good since he has Mystic's team ability. Um, I like him. Pretty cool. Regen phasing prob, which is pretty good mm-hmm. combo. Yep. Oh, yeah. Regen phasing prob is so good. And let's quickly look into Shade for those unfamiliar because he is an old, older character. He's wearing a top hat, Hunter. I assume he's an older character. That's always a safe assumption, yeah. I don't... Gentleman Ghost. Uh, Shade was developed in the 40s. First appearing in Flash Stories. Debuted as a villain. Best known for fighting against two generations of superheroes. Golden Age and Silver Age versions of Flash. He eventually became a mentor for Jack Knight. Son of Starman. A hero who Shade also had fought... uh, Initially portrayed in Golden Age comics as a thief with a cane that could manipulate shadows... The character was reinvented in 1994 as a morally ambiguous Victorian-era immortal who gained the ability to manipulate shadows and his immortality from an unexplained mystical event. So, pretty cool. And it sounds like they did a pretty good job getting his dial down. And what was the other thing we were going to talk about, Drew? Oh, the Flash. And yeah. Cheshire's team, or team base ability. Yeah, I don't really give a shit about Cheshire. I do, because it's actually really good. Okay. So we're not going to redo the dial because we no, already no, talked about it. But, but her team dial does what? Is when she uses solo adventure, you may place 
in, you may instead place her adjacent to the mark, and she may immediately make a close combat attack against the mark as a free action. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <coughs> so while I'm finding Flash from the Gravity Feed real quick, they people have been asking us, um, asking me to do a rules video from our rules series on our podcast, on our YouTube channel, and asking me to do a, a battery video. And I'm, honestly, I'm, obviously I'm not against it. And if I had time, oh, if I had time to, uh, no, we forgot someone too. If I had time to do it, I would. There's another one too. But I just haven't had time. What's that? Fourth post down. Oh, dark magician girl. Yeah, I just haven't had time to do it um, because of various things. So, luckily for me, another man who has more time on his hands than I do. Dragon on HC Realms, who's one of the new orange, uh, they're not rules arbiters anymore, but they're just respected um, people who are knowledgeable about the rules on HC Realms, did a very good article on the power battery. So for those of you who are wanting advice on the power battery, go to hcrealms.com. It's currently on the front page if you go within the next couple days. If not, you'll go to the forums, go to general, and then go to rules discussion. And find the article titled, Deconstructing Rules, Power Battery. He does a great breakdown over all kinds of different questions that come up um, about the power battery, and then he'll answer them as you post them in the comments below if you have any further questions. He did one of these on Pulse Wave here recently. I read through it. It was very, very good. I haven't had time to read his power battery article, but I'm sure he does a very ample job of explaining everything. So make sure you check that out if that if you're worried about uh, power battery advice still. Now, did we... And Wonder Girl. Did we... Um, I haven't seen the Flash from the Gravity Feed pop up on here yet. Have I you guys either. seen it? It was on Facebook. Okay, maybe it was on Facebook. Austin posted it. Oh. So, I'll pull that up while we spoil... Again, we have tons of spoilers this week. Um, somebody talk about Wonder Girl for me from the okay. new OP kits. Wonder Girl... She is, uh, she's 110 points, she's got uh, Indom, she's got Flight, she's got 4 range, and she starts top dial with Hypersonic Speed, um, and Impervious, which is pretty good with the 4 damage, uh, 11 attack. Uh, she rolls on to some cool stuff, though. She gets, uh, Charge Flurry, which I, I don't think that's good, but... Not usually. Uh, that's, that's, I don't think that's, uh, that's a good, a good trait, or a good ability. Uh, she's got, uh, she's got this special attack ability. When she hits an opposing character with two action tokens, after her action is resolved, she can use mind control as a free action targeting that character. So, I guess that's, an, yeah, that's okay. That's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, right, down dial, she gets some standard quake and, uh, some toughness and some sidestep, and she's not bad. And, uh, her team ability, because she, she's on the new Teen Titans, this team character can use the support and flight ability, so... Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's thing. You don't really want team bases for support. I really. think she's yeah. mediocre. I I don't think she's yes. bad. I don't think she's amazing she's, either. She's a piece. Just like the one that they already made for the for the team base. I don't think she's bad, and I don't think she's good. But that's just my two cents. But yeah. I'm always welcome to figures with the Teen Titans or Amazon keyword. Both are, are really good. Keywords. She ain't bad. 
Somebody who's really badass, and I don't think we talked about her yet nope. on the podcast, is Golden Glider. Actually, I think we... We, we talked about her, but we didn't talk about the figure, because we, we haven't spoiled it. Yeah, I had put her on my list of when we did the once, and then we saw that she was going to be in the set, but I don't think we officially spoiled the dial. Mm. Um, Golden Glider is badass. She is 100 points on the nose. Oh, uh, no, I think we did talk about her. No. Because I remember that poison ability, and we were talking... Did we? No. She has uh, Rogues no. and Secret <laughs> Society of Supervillains keywords. She has uh, traded phasing, three clicks, uh, or sorry, also a wild card, which is obviously important to note. And she has flight, indom, and five range. She has three clicks of the exact, her dial is very easy to explain. Three clicks of stealth, precision, strike, super senses, and outwit. And then three clicks of mind control, a special attack power, Energy shield and shape change, and including that fourth click being going up all of a sudden back to an 18 defense, which could be really good. Damn. 18 energy shield? No, that ain't good. And a special poison. Golden Glider can use poison at the beginning of your turn. Choose an adjacent opposing character. All damage dealt to that character this turn is penetrating. Wait, what? Hunter, go over that again. What? Let's let's rewind. Did I read that that correctly? Did you read that? Let's look again. (laughs) At the beginning of your turn, choose an adjacent opposing character. All damage dealt to that character this turn is penetrating. Is that only her poison that's penetrating? No! Is it, is it only the You don't damage? even have to poison them. Here's the thing. At the beginning of your turn, you just fucking choose them. And you're like, hey, you don't... You, everything, you're penetrated. <laughs> it's like Austin on Friday night. You're penetrated. <laughs> so not, not even just her... Anybody. Anybody. Drew, you're you're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> She's nuts. So uh, I'm I'm facing off a, against a 2,000-point Galactus. I just move her up to him and say, uh, you're oh, fucked. Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> so uh, I'm playing against Silver Centurion, who can't be psychic blasted or pulse waved, and I just fly hey, her you tell that guy ass up there, and I say, him. guess what? You're getting Hit penetrated. the bricks. <laughs> <laughs> open, your, open your mouth, baby. Here, Here he comes. comes. <laughs> Yeah, I really like her. I like her as a character, and she's I like the style. Hundred point figure calculator. I mean, she's got a push onto it. Oh man, which is bad. But uh, I, I, I wouldn't push her onto it because it takes too long to get to it. I'd put her in stealth. I'd let her pop people with precision strike, and yeah. I I dare them to come up and try to hit me with my eighteen super senses. If they do hit me, they're taking penetrating damage next turn. So they better they better they kill better, her they in they one better hit. Kill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up is Dark Magician Girl from Yu-Gi-Oh! actually. And this is on Heroclix.com. Heroclix.com slash Heroclix backslash Heroclix. Hashtag Heroclix. I'm beginning to think that that's not the actual URL. .http forward slash forward slash butts. But that was Drew's personal website. Austin. Talk about Dark Magician Girl Dark Magician Girl is actually really good. Um... She has Yu-Gi-Oh! Moto Dark and Mystical keywords. All critical keywords if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh! piece. Oh, yeah. 140 points. Um, no special combat value. 7 range. On her top click, she's looking at a 9 movement sidestep, 11 attack, pinsai, 18 defense with invul, and 3 damage pe- uh, prop control. That's cool and all. Not bad. But you Not know bad. what really makes this piece, Hunter? That trait. Yeah, because when you look at the dial, if you're following along with this on HeroClicks.com, you're like... Oh, that's a 
decent dial, but, but no 140 attack? points? Yeah, no moving attack. Why am I paying 140 points for this thing? Now this trait, Arcane Alliance. Give her a free action and choose a friendly character with a mystical keyword within 8 squares. Choose up to 2 standard powers that character possesses, and she can use the chosen powers until your next turn. So she can change that every turn, too. She wants Pulse Wave one turn? Sure. She wants it's running shot? She can take that. She wants another defense power like Invincible so she can choose between the two of them? Fine by me. She wants to take hypersonic speed off Goldix? Yeah, she does. <laughs> oh, Goldix. We haven't talked about Goldix in a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like her. She's from... not bad. She's not in Yu-Gi-Oh only. She's probably going to be a boss. Well, I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good mystical pieces that are cheaper too that you could put. Just her. There's me. a very cute man named Time Wizard who uh, mm-hmm. may or may not have the mystical keyword as well. Sorry, Drew, go ahead. This just reminds me of a Mage Knight piece, honestly. She's pretty cool. I like the sculpt a lot, too. Yeah. I like it. And she looks like she'll be a super rare. And we're getting another one in the OP kit from the Metal Millennium, mm-hmm. too, so. Uh, then, last but I, not least. I gotta talk about this. Drew wants to talk about. I gotta talk about this. Old Austin, Jay, where are you going? Jay Garrick. Austin, where are you going? Nowhere. This is Flash yeah. number 201 from the Gravity Feed, so again, we will have another one in the main set. But, Drew, okay. tell I, us about I, number 201, Gravity I've Feed. I've been hearing a lot of people say this piece is bad on her. Why is it? Why? What do you think about it? I think he's them. fucking amazing. Okay. Stick with me now. Alright. He sta- he's 110 points, and he starts our top dial with a 9 attack. That's Mediocre, right? I mean, right, it's right. Right, right. But he's a flash, so he has the speed force trait. He at least one, he moves at least one square, and it's one more just character you might play speed token on his card if your action is off. Increase the flash's speed value by the number of speed tokens on this card. Okay, not bad. That's pretty good. He he's already right. starting off at a fourteen, so that's pretty good. Now uh, he gets blessings of Mercury. He can use sidestep. When he does, his lock speed value is 2 plus the number of speed tokens on his ca- this card instead of Shit. 2. So on top of the 14 movement, he can sidestep and maybe more than 2? <laughs> yes. Alright. So, and then he gets a special movement ability. He can use hypersonic speed when he hits an opposing character. It generates knockback, and the character is knocked back 2 squares for every click of damage it takes. That's a lot when of squares. an opposing character... It, gener- it generates knockback, and the character is knocked back two squares for every click of damage it takes. Not too bad. I like that. Annoying as shit is what he is. He has a perplex to get his attack up to a 10. Yeah. But. Who cares when he can run clear across the map and run a quarter? Okay. So, let's do the math. You're being a complete shithead. <laughs> and you're, you, you've got three tokens on your card, right? All right. So that's five from sidestep and seventeen movement hypersonic. <laughs> with what, a perplex. If with you're... a perplex. If you're just feeling frisky, <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do to stop this guy? Plasticity. Put a bush in his way. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, like this forward. piece. If if they're not playing a temple team, this guy will just wreck house. Yeah, I would just use him and eat up support pieces. Like, he eats support pieces he, for dinner. He does only have... He does cost a lot, though. 110 is a lot. But it gets yeah. better, Hunter. It gets better, and this is the most awesome use of Quake I've ever seen. In fact, it's the best use of Quake I've ever seen. Oh, big words. What's going on? 
he rolls on. He has hypersonic nearly his entire dial, except for his last click, which, which he has regen. Which he has regen. So I mean, honestly, <laughs> but okay. So the quack, the quack, <laughs> the quack. Go watch the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> You'll get it. The Flash can use Quake. He can use it normally, or instead, he can use it as a close combat attack. Oh shit. So he can use it during his hypersonic. You know, it'd be useful if he also had another power that let him get through guaranteed damage. Precision strike. With that quake. Yes, precision strike, hypersonic yes. quake. Yes. Okay, I'm sold. This piece is... It's only for one click, but still. <laughs> then he just runs away. I, it's, it's worth <laughs> noting... It's, a, it's worth noting that he has precision strike on clicks two, three, and four. Yeah. Two, and hypersonic and precision strike. Best buds. If you say this piece is bad, you're bad. I don't think he's bad. I do think he's a little overcosted, but I don't. I think I he'll be. I think he'll be very. You just don't. You I just think he's a good piece, and I think he'll be fun yeah. to play. I just he'll, don't. Think, he'll definitely be fun. I don't think he's superb or anything, but yeah, no, very. He looks fun. He's he's amazing. Sculpt looks good too. Drew Flash Meta 2014. <laughs> no, I don't. No. Well, you'll have a lot of flashes to choose from at that point. Um. That looks like it will do it for us for news, correct? I mean, we got some images of the sculpts for the new oh, OP. Oh, Cannonball. Cannonball. That's... And this one's awesome. Cannonball is pretty badass, I'm, I must but say. this figure, Hunter, is great. So, Cannonball's 125 points. Can mm-hmm. hypersonic charge quick? Now. <laughs> Close enough. So... If you'd like to, if you haven't seen this cannonball, because he, I haven't seen him on the big websites. No, he was posted over on figures.com as an exclusive preview. Figures.com. So I'll, I'll uh, copy and paste this URL in the podcast description. First of all, Sculpt's badass. I do want to clarify it's Same figures.com, not figures.net, which is Drew's weight loss website. I just love it. And it's not fullfigure.com, which is a site that I visit very regularly. <laughs> And it's not lack of figures.com, which is Austin's, <laughs> which is Austin's weight gaining website. Anyway, continue. It's all about Cheez Its and Chili. <laughs> Cannonballs, 125 points, four exceptionally good keywords Avengers, New Mutants, X Force, and X Men. I don't know what you're talking about. X Force is a bad keyword. Avengers and X Men aren't like the two, don't cover 90% of the teams in existence. He breaks through blocking on movement. That's good. He has a very good trait. Cannonball and adjacent friendly characters can use energy shields. Get off. When Cannonball moves four or more squares, he can use invulnerability until your next turn. That's dumb. It's going to be pretty easy to move four or more squares when you have his special movement power Is it? of hypersonic. And while using it, hit characters are dealt knockback, equal to half his speed value. His speed value is an 11, by the way. <laughs> you hit characters are dealt knockback equal to half his speed value instead of any other knockback. You know it'd be really great if they'd release some sort of object that makes all knockback damage penetrating mm. and increases it by one. Mm. Don't know if it would. Combo. I looked it up. It looked like it did. It says instead of any other knockback. Let's read Force Splash Ring. I assume that's what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Let's. Yeah, I don't think it counts. It's, it's gonna be. Beam. It's, yeah, it's true. It's called Impact Beam. It's going to be interesting. Let me Impact Beam just states knockback, da- or knockback damage dealt okay. by this character. This character can use Force Blast. Okay. First of all, he doesn't take... This is an interesting situation for me to... Yeah. Would be an interesting question. Because his movement power is not giving him Force Blast per se. 
But it's not it just the... says he can use hypersonic speed, and while using it, hit characters are dealt knockback equal to half his speed. I don't think that matters, though. It would matter, because if it said, and while using it, he can use force blast and blah, 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 oh, blah, yeah, yeah. then this wouldn't matter at all. But the, you can't get two. But impact beams knockback damage parts a separate. A part target part is knocked back equal to twice the d6 roll for a force blast. Knockback damage dealt by this character is increased by one and is penetrating. And because the, the impact beams never the, had any. The part that's throwing me off, Austin, is this very last part where it says instead of any other knockback, because I it's know, inferring to knockback damage. We've never had any issues with the impact beam not working with other sources of knockback. We also or... haven't had anything that yeah. literally says instead of really... any other knockback. What though. other sources of knockback are there besides... I've never that? seen a figure say instead of any other knockback. It's actually a very unique situation. Okay, I will find it weird if it doesn't work. Just because I see what you're saying, but the fact that he's still the one dealing the knockback... All I'm, mean the all knockback I'm saying is that's the thing that's keeping me from saying yes, it would work. I don't know. Honestly, knockback damage dealt by this character is increased. By it's interesting. Damage. I don't. I think it'd be hilarious because you knock someone back six and they freaking. Seeing a hit characters are dealt knockback equal to half his speed value. This is something to post on the uh, rules forum. If if I had to make the decision, I would say yes, but I'm not 100 percent sure that that's what they're gonna say. It it definitely needs to be ruled on officially. Yeah. They're gonna have to go with intent on it. But anyways. Regardless of whether... He doesn't even need the damn Force Blast. But it's awesome. He's freaking ridiculous. That's so awesome. sick. So let's let's sum up what we have so far. He's an 11 movement hypersonic with a 10 attack 3 damage. After he hypersonics and hits you, top click, uh, that is... He just hit you for 3. He knocks you back half his movement, which is 6. And deals you that as well. So if you don't have a reducer, that's 9 damage, by the way. Then, he just moved more than four squares, so he can use invulnerability as well. He also has... So now he'll have energy shield, invulnerability, and willpower all on the same top da- Where'd you get nine damage at? He punches you for three. He punches you for three, and then you take half his speed value. So you take six. Your dealt knockback equal to have a speed value. I don't think it's bonus damage equal to have a speed value. Oh. Okay. So it'd just be you'd be knocked back. Yeah, squares. I don't think he's. Why didn't they put square? Why didn't they specify squares or damage? I don't know, because it's whiz kids. This is. They did such a good job with saying any instead of any other knockback, and then they get sloppy by not specifying exactly. Anyways, we'll get we'll come back to this piece once we get official rulings on everything. Um, but yeah, that's potentially really really good. Uh, X Men team ability, one hundred twenty five points. Then late looks like third, fourth, and fifth clicks he. Gets a special damage power. If there are no friendly characters adjacent to Cannonball, deal one penetrating damage to all adjacent opposing characters when Cannonball begins a move due to his own action. That's awesome. And again, he has Hypersonic on one of those on the first click he gets that. <laughs> hypersonic's away, Hypersonic's back. Yeah. Hypersonic's away, Hypersonic's back. Pretty sweet. Then he has it with charge for a while. So. And then his, <clears throat> team, his team ability replacement's really good too. When this team character moves due to its own action... It may use Invincible instead of the power in its defense slot until the beginning of your next turn. New Mutants has shitty defense power. I was going to say, usually has toughness, so not bad at all. He's a little pricey, 125, but I think he's pretty dang good. Yeah. He's at least going to be a fun piece. Yeah, well, he's at least, even, remember Doctor Strange. Yeah. For We would pay 75 points, we'd give adjacent friendlies energy shield, adjacent friendly. and you couldn't do much else with him. Yeah. <laughs> 
He would perplex. That's about it. But with this, this guy's guy, running up, punching somebody in the fucking mouth, and then running across back. the map and running back, and then running back and giving everybody energy shield again. So yeah. he he can potentially be very good. We'll get back to you. No, he's, he's awesome. Once we uh, get word on that, the whole knockback situation, we'll get back on that in a future episode. So yeah, cool spoilers. Whole lot to talk about this week. Let's do Drew's Silver Age Corner of Values. So, I think today what you should go for go with Drew as a piece that's near and dear to your heart, which you may or may not have received today from a fan. I think that should be your Silver Age corner of value. Haven't I already done this? I don't believe you have. I think there, really. I, I, I don't believe you have, and even if you have, well, I think today. we should revisit because it's a special occasion. It was very special. Okay, let's look at the best hero clicks piece of all time. <laughs> Drew, what are you selling me today? Let's take a, first. Let's take a trip on down. We gotta go to the. We gotta uh, get our. Going on down to Canada. We're going down. Well, I guess we're technically going up, up north, um, crossing we, the border. No, we're going back, Hunter. We're going. Don't back. bring your don't bring your uh, your weed or any other illegal uh, items with you because we're going through customs on our way. <laughs> are we? Are we going? Through? We're going back to the winter let's, wonderland. Let's go back to uh, of Canada. Winter. Oh, what did I just do? <laughs> what did you? I want to see Santa. We're, let's go back to winter of 2011. Cold winter. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Let's go back. Who gives a shit about winter? To Austin. Oh, sorry, just trying to, trying to do Let's go back to giant size X-Men. Now, mm-hmm. most of you just flipped your crap because you know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> but others... Excellent set. Excellent set. One of the best sets of all time. One of the best sets of all time. You got pieces and such And also as... one of the, if not the best-selling sets of all time. I agree. But continue. Uh, no, it did, It no, literally was, sold it out, did, like, instantly. It did gangbusters. <laughs> it, like, literally sold out. Uh, so, Hunter, this this set had, like, GSX Magneto. It had... A really good Storm. The stupid-ass... A really good Cyclops at Nightcrawler. Oh wait, no, that was what I was talking about. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Um, let's look at this entire set. Actually. It had a little cute little boy in tight outfits that Austin yeah. likes to play named Cypher. Yeah. Cypher's so good. <laughs> uh, it had Roulette, who's very good for Roulette's points. very good. Domino. One oh, of course. Domino. Um, one of my favorite pieces to play, Tabitha Smith. Tabitha Smith's really, really fun. Good. Boom, boom. Uh, Professor X. <laughs> oh, it may or may not have one of the best clicks of all time <laughs> in Professor X. Um, it also has Blob, Pi. the original Blob. Blob who Who's is the a, dude who stops hypersonic that's in this set, too? I can't remember his in name. In GSX? I'm not sure. Oh, man, what is his name? No. He's fat, all, colon- all colonial looking. Oh, Harry Leland. Yes. Yeah, uh, Harry Leland. Leland, actually, didn't he... Uh, oh, George played him in Worlds. Uh, I think he ended up getting second that year. I think it was the year Alex won, but George played him on his team. Uh, Leech is from that set, too, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes, so, he is. very good set, anyway. Leech, Leech is the so, out of all these amazing figures... Which one's the best, you might be asking? Which one's the, the best? I don't even... Hmm. What are you selling me? Are you saying hmm. this this figure you're selling me is better than any of those figures from Giant hmm. Size X-Men? It's tall glass. It's definitely better than Juggernaut. Juggernaut's such an amazing piece too. I know he's pretty good. So what am I getting? What am I? What kind of uh, what kind of point value are we talking here? And uh, under hundred points. 
That's the sweet spot. That's, that's why sweet, I like it between nice. 90 and 100. What, Nin- 93? About 93. All right. About 93. Mm. Very good. Not bad keyword. Mm. What, we, what are we getting? Mm. Brotherhood is not the worst. Brotherhood is uh, pretty good, especially these days. There's a lot of good Brotherhood yeah, figures. That's any other keywords uh, that uh, might be good for building theme teams? Uh, no, Weapon X, Marauders. Not bad. Marauders is pretty good. It's a king. Guy Marauders. So you anyway. <laughs> oh, Animal 2? Animal? Yeah, I really? Know. Yeah, you didn't know. All right. Why? Why? Anyway. <laughs> you didn't know? I, I, I even... Never mind. <laughs> so, the piece we're talking about, if you don't know, you haven't listened to this podcast long enough. It's the best piece of all time. And that's John Size X-Men 40, Sabretooth. And you might be saying to yourself, Drew, John Size X-Men Sabretooth is not the best piece of all time. And I would say, bullshit. <laughs> I would say, straight to your face, get out. You ain't American. <laughs> well, we're well, supposed to be Canadian. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, Hunter Smith... Let's go back in the day. How often did did you see 12 Attack? Mm, was this the first 12 Attack on a non-colossal piece? It was probably pretty close, especially for under... You know yeah, what? I think there's some old pieces that do. It's worth looking up. Yeah. Let, let's see how many pieces before him were had a freaking 12 Attack. Let's go. Attack value is greater than 11... And just start with that, and then go back for him. So let's see here. All of these pieces. Okay, hold on. Greater than eleven and less than one hundred and fifty points. Yeah, that's the key. <laughs> because there's going to be more if we get really high. Is greater than eleven. Point cost is less than one hundred and fifty. That cuts it down a lot. Yep. So we're looking at around 100 figures total, and looks like about 15 there, and 10, 15, 20, maybe 30 or 40 pieces Yeah. in total had 12 attacks, and not many well, of them have them on top and they also fall off very very quickly a lot of them are actually hulks and big beater pieces that get them like mid dial yeah. anyways so not very often at all yeah not near as often as today's but especially yeah. not for 93 points yeah he's pretty much the lowest one I've seen and it gets better he has moving attack he has indom hmm he has combat reflexes and super since his top dial with a 17. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I oh, dig that. Oh, it gets better. It gets oh. better. He's got one of the most unique attack abilities in the game. I think only Thanos... I mean, like... Thanos is better because, like, it's just like, you can't heal. Yeah, but, but Thanos also costs, like, 300 points. Yeah. So, <laughs> so for 93 points, Sabretooth... When a character takes three or more damage from Sabretooth's attack, that character can't be healed for the rest of the game, even if this power is countered or lost. So, you need to do three damage to their big piece, and he can't regen, he can't... He, if you outwit him, he's done. He can't come back. 
That means Dracula's done. That means... Well, there was a game where we were facing each other. You had a Brotherhood team. I had a a Sinister Syndicate team. Two of the teams that we each respectively play a lot. Yeah. And uh, Lizard's known for staying alive for infinite amounts of time, especially with Anger's Hammer. And you smacked my Lizard one time, and I was not allowed to heal for the rest of the game. And that was huge. That was huge. So... Because lizards are a really good piece. There's definitely, uh, definitely a, a good ability to have, especially in certain matchups uh, these days. Think about how many, yeah. think about how many resources give steel energy now. Yeah, I mean, like, this could be pretty dang useful. Yeah, he gets. The thing is, though, this guy like he stays relevant. He gets up in your face, and then you start hitting him more, and then eventually he rolls on to blades, and like blades exploit region, and like. He's just in your face. Like, this piece doesn't go below a 9 attack, and he's got 7 clicks for 93 points, which is a relatively healthy dial these days. Yeah. He holds up. And super senses for the first 5 clicks. So. This this piece is near and dear to my heart. This is, this is my piece. Not a bad figure at all for only 93 points. So how many, how, uh, how much are we expecting to pay... For this figure, I know GSX figures are a little pricey just because, again, as we alluded to, it's sold out. Yeah. So, what are we thinking here? Probably ten bucks. One of the pricier pieces on Drew's value corner at ten bucks, but I think it's worth it. I, I would. And I'll also say one of the best sculpts. Uh, I mean, quite love the detail on the sculpt. What What would make that sculpt better, huh? <laughs> the only thing I think they could potentially possibly make this skull better it would be like a trench coat or something yeah i mean i mean only a saint would do that only a saint so for those who don't know who haven't seen our who don't follow our facebook friend friend and fan uh tony bradley made drew a saber modified drew a saber tooth with a trench coat and it looks amazing sorry about that it looks amazing. Uh, and so he's been pretty excited about it all day. He's been pretty ecstatic. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, it's, it's fun. It is awesome. Top 80 moments of my life. <laughs> Top 80. <laughs> Count them down. It's if fun. you guys don't follow us on Facebook, be sure to find us and, and like the page and check out the pictures of it. So we really appreciate it. It's actually that. amazingly sculpted. It's, it looks very good. I was impressed. It's, it's, it's amazing work by Tony. And uh, Tony also gave Drew an idea for a future Silver Age corner. So Drew's going to evaluate it. And if he feels it's worthy, he might try to sell it to us on a future episode. So It's worthy. I looked at it. So. Uh, I also had a uh, hidden gems prepared, but I think we're gonna save that for next uh, for a future podcast. Um, let's move on to community, where we first want to take just a second to promote our rock events because they coming up and they coming up fast. They coming up really fast. Today's the eleventh, Saturday the eleventh. Next Saturday the eighteenth is the Dial H, the annual Dial H event. At the dugout, Indianapolis. Please attend if you can. This is a rock qualifier event as well. I have made it as cheap as humanly possible. It's $10 a person. Uh, And every extra person that shows up once I pay for what we paid for the kit, all your money is going towards more prizes. So the more people that show up, the more Warlight boosters I'm throwing in and random... uh, 
uh, door prizes and such. So we're not making any money off of you guys. This is all about prize support. We just want everybody to come and have a good time. So if you can attend our event on the 18th, this coming Saturday, it will be starting around 12-ish Eastern uh, U.S. time. You can begin turning in your build sheets and stuff at 12.30. The actual matches will start at 1 o'clock sharp. And we'll be running up into about 7 at the latest. It just all depends on turnout on how long we stay, but definitely no later than 7. So be sure to attend that. It'll be a good time. Bring other games with you. Um, if you play Dice Masters, bring that with you or anything up Magic or any board games that you'd like to play. Because if you get cut once we make the cut to the top 8, if you get cut out of the tournament, we want you to stick around. There'll be concession stands. We'll all be playing various games, or if you want to play pickup games of Hero Clicks, we're just going to bro it out. Bro it out. Bro down is what we're going to do. This is the old bro down. Because Austin and I will still be giving out uh, door prizes throughout the entire day, and the best ones come at the end. So if you leave early, you're going to probably miss out on the uh, giant colossal Cyclops that I have for you, or maybe a chase figure from a past set. Or maybe some custom uh, poker chips that I may or may not have made various extra sets of to give um, out to you maybe guys. Maybe a kiss from Austin. Maybe uh, Drew will stamp your breasts movies. with his value st- stamp. <laughs> if you're male, um, I'll consider it. I might be really <laughs> you got to be a really pretty male. <laughs> so that is on the uh, 18th, and that's the one we would most like to see you guys attend because we actually get to say hi and talk to you for a moment and hang out and all that good stuff. The 25th is the humongous event known as the first... This will be the first regional that uh, the ROC has ever done. It'll be the Midwest Regional. And guess who's going to be there? At the Convention Center in Indianapolis on the 25th. This event runs all freaking day from 10 a.m. on to God knows what time. Depends on how many of you guys show up. I'll be running this. Drew and Austin will be assisting me. Hi. How you doing? And uh, this is going to be one of the biggest events. If not the biggest, potentially, uh, Heroclix events aside from Worlds. Yeah. The prize payouts are enormous, but the buy-in is 30 bucks. So, a first place gets four con exclusives, a seat immediately, or uh, you instantly place in top eight, either 8 or 16 in the 5K next year. So, you already have a good shot at winning yeah. uh, a huge tournament next year. You on top of that, you get all the ROC prizes and all that stuff too. So very good payouts. I think second place gets three con exclusives. Third gets a third and fourth get two. Fifth through eighth still get one. So and then again on top of that, you're getting the ROC prizes, the maps. Top eight get maps, and they have new maps now, and they look pretty sweet. So pays out very well. Thirty bucks that runs all day on the twenty fifth at the Indiana Convention Center. We also will have side events for this. We just um, got the details ironed out, and Drew and Austin will be uh, running those for me. Uh, Battle Royals for Superman Legion of Superheroes only ten bucks a booster. Um, so if you win your battle, first of all, it'd just be a good time. But uh, if you do win your battle royal, you're looking at a decent chance at a chase or a prime, and almost and a guaranteed chance to get like your pick out of at least one of two super rares. Um, then we are also, if I believe, we'll be getting extra ROC dice and the object tokens, which are actually pretty cool. A lot of our players use that have earned rock 
object tokens like to use them because they're they pretty they're pretty cool and a lot of them are funny, uh, like flying cows and stuff like that. Um, I segways. Th- I think segways. Um, we'll have some of those, I believe, as well to give out in the battle royals. The other format for side events we have is going to be an interesting one. It is their eight man pods, so it'll be a little miniature eight man tournament. It'll be single elimination. And the format is 300 points modern age. No. <coughs> bless you. Sorry about that. 300 points modern age. Ooh. No resources and no entity possessions. Cocaine's one hell of a drug, kids. Everything else is legal, though. So team bases. Uh, you could run an individual relic. You could run ATAs. You could still do your theme team. It's not no tactics. It's just no resources and no entity possessions. Um, that'll be an interesting format. I'm curious to see what people run in this format. I, I wanted to shake it up and do it different than the main event. So, again, those are eight-man pods, single elimination, and those are $12 per person, but the winner gets a brick. So that's a considering boosters MSRP for $12.95, for you're $12 per person with a chance to win a brick if you're confident in your abilities is a pretty dang good deal. And if you get knocked out of one, again, it's eight-man pod, single elimination. You could go back, sign up for another one, try your chances in a new, in a fresh pod of eight players. So those will be interesting. If you guys want to check out those, we'll be running those side events as well. Um, dial design, first place was Jawa Pimp. If you want to check out his dial and check out next week's assignment, you can find them in the podcast description. Just click on the link for dial design. Best build we played today, so we have a winner. My team was from Spidey Swing on Gmail. We've actually, I'm I'm confident I've picked his team before. I don't remember if he won or not. I played his team. Drew played What Mama Don't Know, which is a Reddit user, submitted on the Reddit forum for us. I uh, played his team, and then Austin played Nicholas Boyle's team from Gmail as well. So we had two Gmail finalists and one Reddit. The format was 500 points, exactly five figures, and it has to be a theme team. Everything was allowed, resources, all that good stuff. Uh, My team was a Sinister Syndicate team, which led me to pick them. The main thing that led me to pick them was a combo that we've talked about on the podcast before that I really wanted to try out, Constrictor plus the Sniper Rifle. I had uh, The team was Constrictor... um, Speed Demon. Speed Demon, Vulture, uh, the Hammerhead from the main set of Deadpool, not the Gravity Feed, and I'm forgetting one person. Who was the last one? Um, it was also a new figure. Uh, Shocker, who we love on the podcast. Shocker is... Probably a future member. A future Hall of Famer. And then on top of that, I had the Green Battery. With the sniper rifle, of course, the wall, and um, boxing glove, shield, and decoy. So the key thing that he told me to do is pretty obvious. You give Constrictor the sniper rifle, and you really mess up people's day. It's terrible. It's the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> um, I On top of that, I was giving Hammerhead... Um, the wall because hammerhead has a shocking six range and i don't think any of my opponents expected my hammerhead to have six range the hammerhead from the main set has charge and running shot which it's obviously really 
Um, good to have the option. Another thing I really liked about this guy's team build is that he ran the green ring with these figures, and all five of these figures need willpower. And giving them the willpower was just enough to put them from great to exceptional on all of these figures. So I thought it was a, a well-constructed team. Speed Demon, I've played against him multiple times. I've been chomping at the bit to finally get to play him. Jesus, did he did do work. He is ridiculously good and ridiculously fun. And I can see why everybody plays him. And I will definitely be playing him some more from now on. He was really fun to play. Um, the potential to kill multiple figures in one action is just ridiculous. What set has the uh, the superior foes in it? Potentially um, Avengers. Avengers. Uh, Avengers. We'll see. Um, Constrictor was awesome. So the reason we give Constrictor the sniper rifle is because of his trait and his attack power. His trait is he, when he targets two characters with a ranged common attack, instead of dividing the damage between them, he may deal his printed damage value to both targets, and it's usually a 3. So then he has the 10 attack and a special attack power, which will kick in and combo with the trait. When he hits an opposing character, choose. The hit character modifies its attack value negative 3 when making a ranged combat attack until your next turn, or give the hit character an action token. Both options are very hard-breaking for your opponent, especially when you're doing it from 10 range away with Sharpshooter. And another reason why I picked this team is because it had great synergy, because Hammerhead has a special damage power where he can use Enhancement, and if an adjacent friendly character can use one of the following, it can use all of the following. Precision Strike, Sharpshooter, or Ignoring, Hindering on Targeting. So... Hammerhead allows Constrictor to ignore um, hindering and gives him precision strike, both of which came in very handy. So I really liked this team. I felt it was well constructed. I was making use of the um, team ability Masters of Evil with Constrictor, getting to just continually attack. Um, Constrictor really doesn't care about pushing because on a second click he actually gets better, if you can believe it or not. He gets perplexed and keeps the same values. So it's really nasty, really, really efficient. And what what I liked about this team too is people would, if they don't focus on Speed Demon, he's gonna tear them up. If they focus on Speed Demon, it gives Constrictor time to just bust them, just tear them apart. So, really fun. I did really, really well with this team. Um, and then real quick shout out, he put the original Sinister Six ATA on here, which is which a is new dumb. ATA. <laughs> This came out last Gen Con, and this ATA is one of the best I've ever used. It's ridiculously it's good. really good. When a character using this team ability hits an opposing character, mark that character with a Sinister Six token. When a character using this TA attacks an opposing character marked with a Sinister Six token, modify their attack value, attack value by plus one for each token. So when I was playing a figure that's hard to take down, like a 150-point Starhawk or whatever he costs, I hit him twice, and now all my guys get plus two attack when attacking that guy. And it's just nuts. On top of that, if you're lucky enough to be facing off against Spider-Man, or anyone with the keyword, or anyone with the team ability, which Drew's Iron Fist did have, I also do an extra plus one damage to you as well. So this team ability, and remember, what's amazing about this ATA is that I also have they also have the Sinister Syndicate team ability that buffs their attack anyways. 
So Speed Demon is sharing his 11 with with um, um, Electro, or not Electro, uh, Shocker, giving Shocker an 11, and getting the ATA triggering as well, making him like a 12. So it was just nuts. I really like this team. And I cannot suggest... I'm going to run Constrictor with Sniper Rifle again. There's no doubt about I've gotta it. I've got to do it. It was fun. It was nasty. It's just... Mm, it's just cheesy. So, Drew, what did, uh, or sorry, Austin, what did, uh, what Mama don't know? Or no, it was Drew's team. What did Mama not know? What did, uh, what did, uh, she submit to you this week for your best build? Bunch team? of guys who cake shit. Bunch of guys. Yeah, Drew's team consisted of about five guys doing a flying high kick. Which is amazing. Which, it, it was very visually appealing. I when was I saying. saw Drew's team, I was legitimately jealous. <laughs> And that's why... And it wasn't just because they were all buff, handsome men as well. Yeah. Oh, no, that was a huge part of it. Especially but... Shang-Chi, who's, like, shirtless, just, like, flying through the air with God, buff as shit. the thunder, Hunter. The thunder. You know why they call him the thunder? I don't want to know why they call him the thunder. <laughs> because he makes your butt cheeks clap, boy. <laughs> God. What was your full team, Drew? Shang-Chi, Iron Fist from, um... Veered self and Iron Fist from uh, Secret, Secret Invasion. So white White Ranger Iron Fist white suit. Yeah. All right. White Ranger. <laughs> that's what Edward calls him all the time. Um, <laughs> that's who are we missing? Um, uh, Karate oh, Kid. Lakong the Thunder. Sorry, I forgot him. And Karate Kid, who we have from Crisis. About. Yeah. Is that the one trained by Jackie Chan or the one trained by the actual Japanese guy? So I'm gonna assume this is. I'm gonna go out on a limb. And assume this is a martial artist themed team. No. Animal themed team. It is in fact a celebrity themed team. <laughs> <laughs> and what resource were we running? Uh, the uh, Red Lantern Ring with... Uh, Ooh, good choice. Uh, that's pretty good. So poison with all these close combat attackers no, since yeah, they're already yeah. going to be in your face anyways. Okay, I yeah, dig it. Yeah. And then do you remember uh, the constructs? Yeah. Um, scroll down to them. There you go. Uh, Axe. Uh, decoy. Catapult. Scissors. Nurse. And uh, Boxing Glove. Alright. So. Yeah. I'm going to assume the idea is you run out and you kick shit in the face. Yeah. I feel that's a safe assumption. Yes. What are the pros of the team? What are the pros and cons? The cons are if you've got a 10 range fucking guy who gives tokens and makes you have negative 3 attack, that's, that seems like a con. Um, or if you have some stupid fucking asshole with the tornado who doesn't want to come down from the die. A tornado or a torpedo? Whatever, who gives a fuck? <laughs> As you can tell. The saltiness is... It's not good against The sodium teams. levels in this room are making a McDonald's meal. And yet I play. finished higher than you. That's strange. Anyway. I can assume, yeah, ranged pieces would give them tr- trouble because they almost all have reflexes. Exactly. But what are the pros? I mean, the pros are obviously... The pros are if you get in my face, son, you're gonna be dead. <laughs> so, I'm gonna assume it's all about map choice with this team. It is. Something like Realm of Death or something with a lot of walls where you can move up. I don't know. You could do some work. Yeah, if they all had hand, that would be amazing. Ooh, that's true. God, I wish they all had hand. Um, but, yeah. 
You need to make generic ATAs. Just give martial artist hand ATAs. Well, we have the animal TA. I wish they would make a couple more yeah. generics. Martial artist would be a good one. Yeah, plus one attack against yeah. someone sometime. I don't know. Point being, these guys all have high attack. They all have ways to get in, um, except for the older pieces. And they're all hard to hit in close combat. Yeah. Which helps you trigger more poison. Yes, it does. By the way, penetrating poison, when you've got like three guys up on them, it's just like, you take one damage, you take one damage, you take one damage. Oprah just like, you take a damage, you take a damage. Everyone takes And then you're like, okay, now you take one damage, you take one damage, and it's just brutal. Poison's so good. So how did you end up doing? I don't want to. Not bad, not bad. I had to play against two range-based teams, mostly. With an annoying, stupid, hypersonic douchebag. I'm not going to mention him playing Was that. it the uh, Demon of Speed? He's going around. He's one of my favorite characters, and you used him against me. <laughs> Austin, you were playing Nicholas Boyle's team. I want you to... Armor-themed team. Was it, Austin? Did you pick an armor-themed team? I did pick an armor that seems Did of, Austin pick an armor themed team? That seems out of Austin's range. I, well. I don't think he's ever picked one of those teams. Now, Austin, what is on this team? Why am I answering to Drew? Why am, Austin, I, on, why am I on trial here? I didn't do anything. Austin, tell uh, me. Tell me your team. What's your squad here? Uh, Silver Centurion to start. Wow, Silver Centurion, huh? Yep. Douchebag right out the right out the We're gate. We're fucking coming out of the gate strong. Yeah, man. but it kind of goes down a little bit when you add the Iron Man Super Rare from the Invincible Iron Man set. I like that guy though. I, I feel like there's potential. He's all right. I I feel there's potential to be to be worked with. Him. Um, he's really good as one of those stealth blockers where you put him on an object in front of everybody and kind of protects them. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else was there. Um, oh yeah, Ultron from Chaos Ward Half Dial. Always a great. Spawning them drones. Amazing piece. Um, I don't know. That doesn't look good. <laughs> oh, uh, Prodigy from ASM. The Chase? Yes. And then a three point pog, right? Yep. And the then... Trucker is what you gave me, but the guy had specified mechanic. Which yeah, is he said mechanic. I, I couldn't find my mechanic, but they have the same value, so it's the same exact uh, piece. I could have wrote trucker on there if that would have made you feel or mechanic on there if that would have made you feel better it would have made me feel a lot better so resource what are we talking here uh we are talking uh the blue power battery Mm, okay um with all blue constructs which i went with uh he had specified some specific ones we actually didn't have access he wanted uh some con exclusive ones and i didn't notice they were con exclusive until he got to the venue and so we swapped out for a different blue construct um, that we did have. So one of the constructs was different, which is fine. Yeah. Um, and Drew, real quick, while I'm looking for Austin's stuff, um, what was the emotional spectrum power that you got for matching up your red construct? Oh, you get uh, down reach. Oh, okay. And Austin? Yes. What's your? Uh, so what do you get for playing all these blue constructs? Well, uh, you know how that silver centurion's a little hard to hit. Oh, I, I don't mean, know what you're talking about. I mean, he can't be pinned yeah. he can't be pulse-waved, he can't be poisoned. I'm, Drew loved that, by the way. Actually, I didn't really... Why? You had a chance to, and it didn't... He couldn't be poisoned anyway, but... Well, who cares? I had enough exploit to pound him into the ground, That's baby. True. Um, but... Pound him into the ground. 
The emotional spectrum hope lets you Would you, you say re-roll. you took him to Pound Town? I took him to Pound Town. <laughs> Sorry, Austin. Continue. Would you say he gave me the thunderclap? Uh, oh, you got the thunderclap, boy. Um, the uh, blue emotional spectrum hope lets you reroll one roll on your opponent's turn. Could be any roll you want. So I was able to reroll his shape change or imperv, whichever I needed to reroll. Off Which he of. has both of top dial, doesn't he? Yep. So I depended on what I wanted to roll. Jeebs. Hmm. Yeah, he does. He has both of them top dial. And then it's like, okay, well, what if I want to re-roll some of the other Iron Man? Oh, the other Iron Man has shape change. And if he rolls a one, he picks up willpower and loses shape change. So I wanted to re-roll it every now and then. Um, and then what about Prodigy? Prodigy's got super senses. All of a sudden, it's two chances at 33% instead of one to completely avoid all damage. Nice. Yeah, it was it was fun. Um, Any constructs that you were running that helped you out a lot? Uh, scissors were great on Prodigy. Scissors, um, scissors are great, anyways. Eight yeah. points for exploit. Uh, through exploit on Prodigy, Prodigy would pick up an object and just smash someone for five exploit out the gate. Um, decoy and Nurse were both really good, of course. Um, Another getting to reroll uh, with shape change you could give to somebody. Boxing glove. I had I kept using boxing glove to good effect. Um, it allowed drones to actually get some decent attack damage. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would get... And the other thing is, a blue ring was on it. So everyone who had a construct had perplexed to only up values. Mm-hmm. So I had these drones I was spawning. I'd drop them a boxing glove, free move them up, and then I would tie up people with it. And then they're sitting there close combat experting, just popping people. And I'm rolling the free action, leaving the decoy and nurse back behind. To hopefully give everybody shape change. Since my main guys already had shape change anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really solid team. Um, per usual, Silver Century allows you to set the tempo for everything. Because you just leave the torpedo running and you sit back and you bring them to where you want them. Um, it was a really good team. I did lose. Um, second match was against a Yondu. Which Yondu is really cool. Um, I hadn't actually seen him play to really looked at him that much. I love him. I can't wait to play oh, him. Oh, man. He he brutalized me. Um, Would you say he gave you the thunderclap? No, I'd say he gave me the whistling arrow. <laughs> um, In the whispering eye. <laughs> yeah. Third match, Third match. the yeah. team did not have the damage potential to keep up with. It was a Black Lantern team with Bizarro and Wolverine, and all these characters are just healed so much. And this team has really good steady damage. And not enough willpower to take advantage of just turn after turn barrage to drop people. So what ended up happening was I got out actioned a little bit, and he was healing faster than I could damage him. But I, I did really enjoy this team. I still don't really like that Super Iron Man that much. I feel like there's probably some better choices for 100 points. Um, I'd probably throw the 001 Iron Man over that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, he's 150, though. He's definitely and no GSX Sabertooth. Yeah, half doll, he's 150, isn't he? I'm pretty damn sure. He's a. He's definitely. He's one fifty. Okay, never mind then. Um, I I still think there's some other choices I would go with. Over like GSX. I think War Machine like one twenty five. Yeah, War Machine one twenty five is a good one. Um, it was all right though. I mean, like as I said, he did great at his job of being a stealth blocker. We ran into a fun rules fiasco though between Yondu and him because he can't have lines of fire drawn to him, but Yondu doesn't draw lines of fire. Well, it's interesting because Yondu doesn't straight up say that he doesn't when draw. I it on, says regardless of line of fire. Yeah, but when I looked on WizKid's website for any ruling related to drawing line of fire, it says Yondu doesn't yeah, draw Yeah, I ended fire. up ruling it that Yondu could shoot him, but I 
It was it, an interesting thing. It was it was interesting. <clears throat> so I played both of those teams you mentioned as well, and I had trouble with Yondu as well. I ended up having freaking Speed Demon run the full 14 squares, bust out the wall that Yondu was shooting me through since he doesn't need rain line of fire or whatever, and then uh, Constrictor uh, 10 range away freaking smoking Yondu. So How is this even like an improved tough. targeting... Like, when did they make this an approved targeting? Approved targeting may make a ranged combat attack against any opposing character within range of line of fire, even if that character is in an adjacent square. No, square. Uh, even the, if... It really should say even uh, if a character is in an adjacent uh, square, but basically it lets him shoot that's all the one base. Oh, that was yeah. the one all base. Okay. No, his... That, you're thinking of his trait, which is Yaka Arrows. Make a, but, make a range. Yeah, Yondu is cool. I cannot wait to play him. And he was playing with Power Plant, too, which is... Genius. Like, that's the best thing to play with Yondu. Speaking of uh, Yondu, real quick, uh, Guardians 3000 is now out, and it's written by Dan Abnett, which... I, oh, I love Dan Abnett. Which is ridiculous, and it is... Issue 1 was so good. You guys should really check it out. Dan Abnett wrote a... Uh, he writes a lot of novels. He write, he's written every good Marvel Cosmic book. Yeah. They're pretty much as good. Um, he writes the Warhammer 40k Horus Heresy novels, which are really good, too. Alright, so our winner was Spidey Swing, who went 3-0. and So I'll contact you on Gmail, and we will see what kind of poker chips you want. But uh, congratulations to all our finalists. Once again, I let my person down. Be sure... <laughs> as usual. We have lots of uh, mailbag here, since we have two weeks to catch up on. Gmail... Would you say our bag is hefty? Um, it is a little hefty, yeah. Let's see. Nicholas Boyle, actually. We were just talking about Nicholas him. Boyle. <laughs> no old Nick Boyle. Because uh, Austin played his team. He says, hey guys, I download your podcast through iTunes and listen to it from there. However, every, every time I've tried to download recent episodes, it's been asking me to sign into Mevio, M-E-V-I-O.com, which iTunes hosted podcast through until Mevio's recent shutdown. This makes no sense in the first that place. That is weird. Since you guys host out of Podbean, correct? Yeah. As Mevio's down, I haven't been able to get this week's episode. If you could try to contact iTunes about this and get it patched up, it'd be a huge favor. Till then, I guess I'll YouTube it. Well, it's a, I'm a little behind on YouTube. I, I don't have last week's yet, but I was going to do it tomorrow. But, um... Yeah, that sucks. I will look into that. If anybody else is having this problem, please email me... Because otherwise, I have no idea that people are having these issues. I myself listen to our podcast the same way on iTunes through my phone just to make sure it works. And it always works for me. So I I never have had trouble. So if you guys are having this Mevio thing pop up, let me know and I'll look into it. But Nick, um, yeah, as Austin said, go to podbean.com and use it. That's the safest because it literally plays it right off the website. Yeah. I, you don't have to download it. You can also yeah, you can also download it, though, if you want, and then drag them over to your phone under audio and listen to them through your media player. You have the option. Yeah. Um, we have a message from our usual Mr. Man. Mr. Man. Eric Lennell. Eric Lennell. He says, hey, guys, really enjoyed your interview with Jeterie. Number one, I hear a lot of smart people saying really good things about Starhawk. He doesn't seem that great to me. What am I missing? Okay, Starhawk. I like Starhawk. I like him a lot. Is the one that was played with the Yondu today? Yes. Yeah, he and was... here's something I wanted to tell Tony, but I wanted to wait till after our match so that he wouldn't do it against me. <laughs> because, as I was just saying, Guardians 3000 just came out. And, of course, like anything, 
as soon as I enjoy a book while I'm reading it, I'm sitting thinking, I should really make a clicks team with these guys. That'd be really fun. So I made a team with, of course, Starhawk and, of course, Hollywood. you got to have Hollywood oh, yeah, if you're playing Guardians 3000. Yeah, right? Hollywood. Corner confirmed. And, um, some, and some other people. And I ended up throwing Mantis on there and then realized that Mantis could trigger Starhawk's trait in extra time. So the thing that makes Starhawk good is he is a little pricey, 130 points, but he has eight clicks, so a long dial. He has a freaking top dial of running shot with eight range double bolt, psychic blast, and four damage. That ain't good. With a special damage power once per game, roll a D... Or sorry, she, Mantis can help him do his damage power, not straight. Once per game, roll a D6 that cannot be re-rolled, minimum result of two. Place that many past lives tokens on this card. Give Starhawk a free action to remove a past lives token from his card. And he can use Outwit and Prop Control until your next turn. Hmm. So that's pretty good. Um, the reason that he's even better is because Mantis is, first of all, ridiculously good. And I think is going to be a meta piece. Oh, I fully agree. Um, if she's not already, but I, she hasn't really placed anything, but I think she definitely has the potential to. Um, Mantis has a really good mind control. And mind control... So here's an interesting thing for those of you who aren't familiar. Mind control lets you do powers that say they can only be activated once per game in extra time per mind controller. So since Mantis is not silver ringed, you could actually, if you had two <laughs> Mantises, you could do Star <coughs> You could trigger Starhawk's roll three times in the game because it's once per mind controller. So you could use Starhawk's power, let him put some pass... Let's say he rolls a four or three um, average roll. He gets that many tokens, and then Mantis mind controls him, and he does it again. So now now Starhawk, basically for the whole game, can every turn remove a token, have outwit prob on top of his amazing attack abilities he already has. So I think he... I don't think he's... uh, Exceptional, but I think he's a solid. He's solid, yeah. I'd give him a B. You know what I mean? So he's a B, and he kind of looks like a B too, as mm. well. <laughs> Another cool thing about him is he can swap back and forth between Aletta. If you're not familiar with the character, he goes back and forth between entities, um, depending on various things. Sometimes his mood. Um, and Aletta has a ten, a, a ten range and hypersonic. By the way, ten range with a twelve movement and a hypersonic. Uh, no, not little, good. Not little, good. Not good. Not good. It's a little good. It's pretty good. Uh, so Four damage, too. She also gives adjacent-friendly characters energy shield deflection. Uh, we may, have, may or may not have just talked about how good that is. And she has a lot of clicks of running shot pulse wave. So yeah. it's good to have the option. So Running shot pulse wave is good. Um, number two, do you prefer wave, War of Light Wave 1 recruits or Wave 2 recruits? That's a cool question. Um, that is a good question. So Wave 1, we had Orange Lantern Construct, right. which is meh. 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 It's not bad. 35-point barrier plasticity piece. It can be annoying. Meh. Sinestro Core uh, Recruit, who I think is pretty good. He's pretty damn I fine. I mean, pulse wave for, running shot pulse wave for 50 points and perplex. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Green Lantern Recruit, uh, he sucks. He sucks. Blue Lantern Recruit is retarded. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and just say he's definitely the best one. He's the best. Controller Construct is pretty meh. Pretty meh. Because it's basically bringing what Glommy brings, except for cost more yeah um all right so we got one exceptional one one exceptional one horrible one and three uh, 
Three men. A bad one and two decent ones. Are you really counting the controller construct in there, though? Because there isn't an equivalent over in the... Oh, sure. It's not really a... Well, it is. Yeah, it's it's, a, a it's one of the recruits. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Why wouldn't it be? Orange has two. White doesn't have a. It has a minion. White doesn't have a minion. Yeah, white doesn't have one. So there would be nine. They they did two because obviously you can't have a lot of orange lanterns because there's not a lot of orange. Uh-huh. So they did basically this is glommy, but they did it as a generic version. I see what you're saying. That's weird. So in wave two we have red lantern recruit who is pretty good. He's pretty good. I've played uh, him. Fifty point pin poison. Um, in fact, I'd say he's really good. Then we have Indigo Tribe Recruit, who I like. He's not bad. He's only 40 points, and he has Flight, Sidestep, the Compassion Ability, and uh, Reflexes, and uh, CCE, so he's decent. Star Sapphire Recruit, who's very good. I like Star Sapphire Recruit a lot. Black Lantern Reanimate, who's very good, because you can bring more in. I love that. And that's it. I, I think Wave Two is more all around balanced, right? But I think Blue is the best. Blue is Blue by is far, far, the, far the best. Blue is by far the best. So there's your answer. Blue has the best one, but Wave Two overall is definitely the better. Blue Lantern recruit is just a nuts piece. Period. If you look at it. Number three. Since primers are on their way out, what are your favorite figures from primers? Ugh, that'll take a long time. Let's just do a couple of our favorites. Oh, primers. Man. Oh my gosh. So GOTG. Is there anything exceptional in there? Not really. No. Um, let's go back to Deadpool. Deadpool. Uh, Snake Cooler. Black Cat. Ninja. That black cat. Is that the no. black cat that does the... No. Or yes. Yeah. Um, the Deadpool 203 black cat, we've recently played and talked about her. She's pretty good. Um. 45 points to re-roll a one. That's pretty good. Don't need a Snake Cooler. Uh, there was not one in Slosh or Iron Man, correct? No, there was one in Slosh. Because those are the ones that have the trick for yeah, the keywords. You are correct. Okay, Slosh is definitely the best one. In fact, I can't believe I forgot. Cosmic Boy. Cosmic Boy so 201 is a humongously, ex- exceptionally good piece. Triple Gig World number 206. Pretty good. Exceptional. Both are meta pieces, by by and far. Um, the Shrinking Violet's pretty good. You have... That's, that's good about piece. it. Um, which Amethyst is that? Not the good one. Oh. So you have uh, Cosmic Boy and Tropical Girl are two of the best Gravity Fee pieces of all time. Yeah. So Not you, to mention, you Cosmic gotta... Boy is literally meta, and this is probably the only meta Gravity So it's Tropical Girl. Um, Patrick just won the last, dra- uh, the the what? ROC, the biggest, the yearly one. Really? Yeah, with Tropical Girl. Yeah. You don't know. Dude, her tokens get whatever she can use. You give them any resource and they all get whatever That's they nuts. each get. Yeah. It is really nice. Feel really good. Um, let's see. Wolverine, the X Men, Iron Man, Invincible Iron Man. Did Wolverine have a gravity feat? I think yes. it did. I don't remember it having anything exceptional though. Shear Guard, Cyber. Shear Guard, uh, two hundred six for twenty seven points. Pretty dang good. Cyber sucks. Uh, Jean Grey, two hundred nine. This is one yeah. of the best Jean oh, Greys yeah. ever made. Number two hundred nine, Jean Grey. That Lady Deathstrike's not bad. Lady Deathstrike's pretty decent. Um, you skipped Invincible Iron Man. I it didn't. Did it have it didn't have anything exceptional, but it had some stuff. Um, it's hammer industry. No, general. it's all the two hundred two rescue is not bad for armor teams. She's worth owning if everything you else is pretty everything good. else everything is, else is, is really good. Team Titans did not have one. I don't think. I thought no, every set has had one. It had the good nowhere soldiers. I remember because I really yeah, wanted those. Yeah, but they're not. That's like about it. Exceptional. Oh, two hundred eight Rose Wilson. Oh, Rose Wilson. She yeah. was meta there for a while. 
55 points, very extremely high potential piece. Rose, in fact, this is probably one of the best kept secrets of the Hero Clicks universe. Is T- Team Titans 208 Rose Wilson? Um, Amazing Spider Man. I don't remember it having anything that's that very good, though. Mm. It didn't. Is that the Rhino that gets bonus damage? Uh, the other one's better. Yeah, there really mm. wasn't much in there. There, There's not. The, uh, main, the main set versions on all of them are better, though. Yeah. Batman. Batman does have. Um, I like the Joker out of the Gravity P. Uh, number 202, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, you is forgot about Brucey P. First of all, Brucey P. 202 is in here. Huh? Is that the good Nightwing? Or is that one of the good Nightwings? I can't remember. No, he's decent. That's the police one. Yeah, that's the police one. He's decent. Um, the 206 Joker, though, I liked. Or, two, sorry, 207 Joker, I liked. Um, and 209 Batgirl is worth playing if you play. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Batman Family Teams a lot. Um, especially if you play the Bat Cycle. In my mind, this is the best modern age Bat Cycle um, pilot that there, that you can possibly get. Because you get all the abilities for the cheapest amount of points. She got crippled. <laughs> so hopefully that gives you some. So we got uh, Cosmic Boy, Triplicate Girl, Jean Grey, definitely. Rescue, Rose Wilson, Bruce Wayne, and Batgirl. Like, I'm kind of, as a minion player, I am kind of sad to see primers go, but at the same time, they've upped the number of minions in main sets lately, where I think I'm not that sad. I'm in the exact same camp. Do you like the concept of the new dice slash action token packs? Uh, Eh, Sure, why not? It's okay. It's not something I will personally buy, but I'm I'm sure people will find use for it. Exactly. I make my own, so I'm definitely not going to be buying any, but to to each his own. I buy heavy-ass poker chips, because they're nice. Number five, I currently only own a power battery in terms of a resource. Which older resources should I be looking to pick up for casual play? We're going to be talking about resources real soon on our Meta Toolkit series, but just real quickly, book is extremely cheap and very um, good. I think you you have to have split lip. I think you should get the Phoenix Force just because it's incredibly cheap. Yeah, to buy. no, if it's not... If it's Don't not go right. I have a Phoenix Force that I've been trying to sell for $10 and nobody wants it. Dude, I'll tell you what, uh, Eric. Send me your freaking... Uh, you you do such a good job. You send us questions every week. Send me your, uh, ship, your shipping info, and if you pay for shipping, I'll ship you a sealed, full Phoenix Force. Um... Power I plant. love power plant, but it's expensive. Yeah, power plant. I would not go ahead. I wouldn't yeah, jump I on say, unless you really want it. Just it is expensive. my favorite resource by and far, but it is priciest by Bat far. Bell, you can go without. Yeah. I would say uh, book and Phoenix Force. So go with Bat those Bell's two. Still fun. That belt's fun, but and it's also cheap to pick up. But it's a, gonna rotate out soon. I wouldn't. And it's be not really is unless you really, really want it. I wouldn't worry. Just about get it. on board the hype train for the Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. We got those. Uh, Rock of Eternity. Yeah, we got two different uh, ones coming out. Pandora's box. Rock of Eternity, Drew. I'm Pandora's fairly box. certain they're going to be basically the same. We're going to fight. No, in fact, Pandora's box. Mike uh, Rock of Eternity. Mike Cammer has an interesting question here. Uh, Entity shenanigans. Hey guys, I've been experimenting with various builds for an upcoming match at my local venue. We usually play no tactics, no entities, no team bases, no colossals. But every now and then, we'll play a game where everything is allowed. Now, I'm not sure that this would even give me that big of an advantage, but am I correct in thinking that you could possess a duo character 
like Captain America and Black Widow, if you first possessed a single character and then then merged... So, for example's sake, let's say I take Black Widow and Cap and then merge them into the duo. Can I answer this? Because it is it is no because the entity becomes null and void while they have that symbol. Correct. Code. So I just I have spent about yeah. three weeks looking up rules questions for uh, our upcoming ROCs. I wanted to just I wanted to iron out completely that I know everything that's going to be thrown at me for this thing. And this was one of the things that I looked up because um, mainly because of the Trinity of Sin team base. People used to try to possess it. Because um, it does have the team base symbol, but it also gets sharpshooter, and sharpshooter is one of the legal options. But the answer to that is you cannot possess it because you it would have to have sharpshooter when you force construct, and it gets sharpshooter through its attack power, and you would not have the effects of the attack power before the game begins. Not so just that, you cannot if, possess it. If a piece's symbols cause it to become an illegal target for it... it Technically, you can't use the. I did some research. Also, I asked the rules arbs about it, and there was a similar question to your question that came up. I said, "What if you took Ant Man and morphed him into a giant, and then morphed him back? You know, would he keep the entity the whole time? What would happen?" So here's what happens: you could legally do the morph. Just because you have the entities on your two figures doesn't mean you couldn't morph together. You can. But while you are merged, once you merge into the duo, they would you would put both of the possessors onto the duo, but they could not use the effects. So you can't give them powers, you can't give them the bonus modifier, and you also can't turn the dial. They Yeah, they wouldn't have the keywords at that time, but... An important thing to remember is you also cannot turn that dial. So if you, while they were the duo, they got damaged, the the entity dial is going to stay where it's at. So if the entity dial is on click one and the duo gets hit on click four, you're still at four on the duo and one on the entity. And if you later split back, you put the possessors back on the pieces, but those possessors stay on that click one while the pieces are at click number four. Just keep that in mind. Oh, that is kind of cool. That's how it would work. And there's, there may be potential to be exploited there. There may that's be some power thinking. combos. That's that's exactly what popped in my head. I was like, there may be a way to exploit this, but we'll see in the future. Um, so, yeah, technically you could do it. It just wouldn't be to your advantage. TJ Hamilton has another rules question. He was at the WizKids Open this past weekend. Hope you did well. Uh, and he brings up a question about Supergiant, which we have... Experience with I love Super Giant. because we love the Cold Obsidian here, and Austin played Super Giant against me and my Lord of the Rings team, and he got destroyed. At pretty much, I went Hobbit it. hunting. So did he cheat though? Honey? I did not have he, to cheat. The rare game where he did not cheat. I wow, did not what have a to cheat. non-cheating moment out of all the <laughs> cheating moments Austin's had. Super Giant has an outwit power that allows her to modify the combat abilities. Yeah, I cheated today. I forgot about that. Of the target. <laughs> <laughs> allows her to modify the abilities of the targeted uh, character by negative one. Can you target someone with power cosmic without wit, even though you can't actually counter any of their powers, just so that you could do the negative one to their combat abilities? So you have a good idea here. Um, and I read the way that Power Cosmic and Quintessence is worded, 
and I wasn't 100% sure. I wanted to say you could not target them since they can't be outwitted, but I went to the rules arbs and found an official ruling just to be for sure, and you cannot target someone with Power Cosmic or Quintessence without wit since it's an illegal action just to get the thing. So the answer is no, you cannot, and that comes directly from WizKids. Hold on, what is the... Can you tell which is the target card? He's saying, even though I can't but, outwit them, could I just target them and be like, oh, I'm going to target them, and you say, oh, you can't outwit them, I have Power Cosmic. Okay, I'll Here's a note, them. though. Power Cosmic, does it stop abilities from being? Or is it just powers? I said, I told him, he. let me find the one I sent back to him. I said, what you could do, because hers doesn't say she has to outwit a power. Yeah, it just You could just outwit a combat ability. Like flight. Because or... here's the thing that most of you guys, I feel like most clicks players don't realize this. Power Cosmic doesn't protect you from being outwitted at all. It protects you from having your powers outwitted. You can still have your abilities outwitted. So if you have the flight ability. Improved movement. If you have improved targeting or movement. And if you have Indom for some reason. Um, say it's a piece that starts with Indom. Later in their dial, they pick up Power Cosmic somehow through a special power or something, or they have it through the Cosmic Rod or something like that. Yeah, but doesn't Power Cosmic state they ignore pushing damage anyway? Yeah, I'm saying normally a figure wouldn't have both, but if you had somebody who got Power Cosmic... You could do it to trigger this. If you gave a figure that already has Indom the Power Cosmic Rod, you know what I mean? So you could just outwit an ability that they have and then trigger her thing. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would do. Um... Question: Tiny size and giant size are not counterable, or are they? I'm fairly certain you cannot counter the symbols. One of the two, I think maybe giant reach you can counter, but we'll have to look at the PAC. I'll and I don't have it out. I'll check the rules out real quick. Um, it's on the backs of the PAC. Let's see. We had Nicholas Boyle's his best build. Malcolm Rush. We missed this question a couple weeks ago. Um, this is a fun type question. He says, I have a few questions for you three today. What is your favorite old school hero clicks that has no special powers, no traits, only basic powers, and that is it? I know this. What's yours? Thanos. Hey, actually, oh, the Supernova? Supernova Thanos. Actually, I this used, was the exact piece I was going to say. I used to own that figure a long time ago. I probably still do. Yeah. Not the, it, I think I still do own that one. Or are you talking about this guy? Oh, he's got special abilities, crap. This is the guy I used to have that you guys probably played with. That's the guy I remember. No, Just because he's a monster. He's I wasn't talking about that guy. Four. I was talking about the one with the demon. Yes, this guy. Okay, <laughs> so we got two two different Thanos answers. Drew says, Infinity Challenge 141 Thanos. Who uh, has a 15 attack. He's 185 points. This is such an interesting dial. I know. Clicks awesome. was such a weird design I mean, back then. This is awesome. 185 points, 10 range, double bolt. But And retarded values for this time frame. single lowest defense value I think I've ever seen on that last click. 10? Oh, there's lower. Yeah, there's really? definitely lower. There's lower. So ridiculous attack values for some reason, though. Austin likes Supernova 096. Who I mean, was, he's expensive, but he's cool. At the time, was exceptional. Yeah. Uh, 13 attack Pensai. Do Can you name someone in recent memory that's been a 13 attack base at start? Yeah. That wasn't a Colossal or something? No, not no. really. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, he was basically a, a single figure freaking boss fight for the time. He's cool. I like him. 
Also, you cannot outwit great size, giant reach, or tiny size. I knew you couldn't tiny, and I was fairly certain you couldn't giant butt. I just wanted to double check, so that's something that's always good to know. Um, mine, I gotta find the number here. You can outwit grenades. I yeah, it's an ability. And it doesn't say it can't be countered. Um, it's a Marvel figure. Here it is. Infinity Challenge Boomerang. So 042. And the reason I like this guy is because he has potential with modern age tactics with um, um, resources. Um, the reason I like Boomerang, he's only 44 points. He's super cheap. And he has Sinister Syndicate keyword, one of my favorite keywords. Masters of Evil team ability, but you're not going to use it. What you're going to use him for is his triple bolt energy explosion. <coughs> and you just slap a hammer on the sunbitch. And now for 45 points, you just got an 11 attack running shot. Energy Exploder with 8 range and triple bolt. Or you throw him Flame Blast ring, sit him next to another Sinister or, yeah, Syndicate. I, mean, I just think it's a good way to take a really old crappy figure and make him good these days. Yeah. So I like him. Um, um, there's a lot of old pieces with non-powers I like. It's just it's hard to really think offhand because we haven't played any in forever. Um, let's see. Mike Kramer sent us an email. I don't really think he um, he's he's just thanking us for our YouTube explanation videos and said that the one in the Phoenix Force really really helped him uh, with writing his articles Um, for those of you guys who don't know he um, has a clicks blog called Critical Missives which is uh, pretty good I've read one or two of the articles when I've had time so if you guys want to check that out check that out but he said we recently did an email where, or an episode where we were talking about all the new updates to the rock, and we talked about um, the new three map limit, and we all said that we liked it. Um, for those of you unfamiliar, now in the ROC events, and this will how be it'll be if you come to next week's Dial H event, you only get to pick three maps when you build your force, and those are the only three that you're allowed to bring with you. That's a new rule for the ROC. He says. It's one of those things that seems so simple yet so ingenious, and I wish I would have thought about it. Um, and he was kind of wondering our our opinion on the no tactics, no entity possession, the no figure bigger than a peanut base. Like if we like that, I like it. it I mixes things up. I do. I exactly. And main, most importantly, I feel like entity possession should be part of tactics, anyways. Yeah. So if you say no tactics, you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, we are beating a dead horse with that one. Yeah. <laughs> we have. We have gone over that before. I just, I think it's an interesting... Sw- I like the fact that the ROC doesn't focus on one specific build type. Yeah. That they keep things kind of diversified in that way. Because it does, it brings out a lot of different play styles and team comps. We had one from um, Twitter. Michael Cumbie says, what's the best combination for the split and merge for the House and Nestro duo? Oh, that's... Good question, actually. My answer was there are two different Sinestros that are very good. Purple Lantern how? They're both older. Fast Forces War of the Light Sinestro at 200 points is very good. And relatively easy to get a hold of. Charge Running Shot. um, And after he charges, he can Quake for free. Um, Very good value. Sharpshooter. And then uh, he gets a special Psychic Blast thing later. Um, The other Sinestro I really like... Green Lantern Gravity Feed 005. Yeah. Or, sorry, wrong one. Uh, Fast Forces Green Lantern 004. <coughs> Sinestro. Only 100 points. 
Charge 19 base defense nah. and uh, exploit weakness. And then uh, for the last six clicks of his eight-click long dial, he can heal whenever he... Or no, yeah. If, if Sinestro possesses his power after taking pushing damage, put a fear token on this card. He gets plus one attack for each fear token. If he's healed, remove all fear tokens. So he gets better as you push him, basically. Um, I like that figure, especially top dial. So those are two Sinestros I would pick up for splitting merging for um, how I like the. There's a lot of options, but the best one, the best combo I think would be the Fast Forces Sinestro at 200, and then this Green Lantern at 100. It's one I used to play a lot. The uh, Fast Forces Justice that's League. Exactly the one I figured. Zero zero six. He can carry your whole team. Because of the Green Lantern TA, he has TK, he has Sharpshooter, Double Bolt, 8 range with Running Shot, he has RCE, he has Pulse Wave at times, Prob Control at times, he's just a really good dial. And he's exactly like, 100. How many points is the Teen Titans Green Lantern? He's, his issues are that he has weird point options. He has 110 or 160. If you really wanted to, you could go with the 100 point Sinestro and then this guy at 160. The other new Hal Jordan um, from the the pack thing is 160 as well. So Hal is really difficult to split and merge with. That's why I think that this Fast Forces Justice League one is a good one because he's 100 on the dot. Are there any of them in the actual War of Light sets that you think are good for splitting it? Hal? No, not really. Um, oh, that's true. I didn't think about all the Hal's, though. That's what I'm saying. There's all the different color The ones. problem is they're all 80. And usually they buff whatever their lantern color exactly. is. Exactly. They help the rest of the... Um, the red one probably would be a decent one since he's just yeah, he's a, a beater. Yeah, he's a beater. He's a beater, or if you needed the penetrating poison. He would pair well with that Sinestro since the Sinestro has Pinsai and stuff like that. And then the Black Lantern one at least had uh, Psychic Blast top dial, and then he could heal up late dial. And he has Exploit for four clicks as well. There's potential. I'd say the black and the uh, red you could keep with you just in case. So hopefully that helps you. And then I, we had a couple on Facebook and that should wrap us up. So we have dial H4 hero clicks. Messages. Daniel Acevedo had, he actually had two questions. Thank you, Daniel Avocado. I think I called him Avocado before on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Does Absorbing Man 103, also known as Uru Forge Absorbing Man, take pushing damage from a second action token? Yes, he does. Yep. Does he have to roll for it due to a special defense? No, because pushing damage is unavoidable, same way as Mystics. Also, what's the best way for me to beat this guy? The only way I can figure he can take damage is from Mystics or some other form of unavoidable damage. Oh, you would be right, but you can also um, use... Basically, what you want to do against him is swarm him. And poison helps a lot. Um, swarm teams just in and of itself flurry. Anything that's going to get you multiple attacks you and know what? multiple attempts to, to uh, damage them. My advice would be to go buy a shit ton of horseshoes and rabbit's feet, and hope to God and pray to all the deities. Don't just pick one. Diversify your investments here and get all the luck you can, and hope that you hit one number and just one shot them on turn one, and your opponent scoops. 
Uh, Shiva has done well for me when I've prayed to her before. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Maybe, you know. Yeah, Shiva's a uh, top ten she... deities to pray to when fighting. RN Jesus is up there. Pro tip, pro tip. <laughs> um, no, go to our YouTube channel, and I have a rules explanation video on Absorbing Man I made a long time ago. And I, at the end of it, not only do I break down all the rules parts, but at the end I go against, I, I wrap up what you should do against him. He also has a question about Blink from the Deadpool set. When she uses um, the blink and you'll miss me ability, could she also carry? Let's look at that. This is a piece I don't think I've ever actually seen. I've been wanting to play her for a long time because she has a great potential. I just haven't had an X-Men team to build lately. (laughs) Blink and you'll miss me. Give her a power action when she has no action tokens. Place her into any square within eight squares and make a close combat attack. If she hits, you may return her to the square she occupied when the action begins. It's a placement so, on a move action. Exactly. You can only carry when you are given a movement. She is not being moved. She is being placed. Similar to how you would TK someone. Uh, do we yeah, have yeah, anything be so good if you could, else? Though. Just blink in, drop off somebody else, and bring in. Um, that's best build submissions. That's it. I think we had one comment on the actual page. Uh, Torres Lewis was just giving us some uh, some encouragement, saying he loves the podcast. Woo. So that will wrap it up for that a long a episode long for community. us not doing anything. We had a couple weeks of. Uh, oh, we did some value. We took it down to the value corner. Oh, that's true. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm, value corner was there. I'm sorry, based saber tooth. Forgive me. Be sure to follow us on Don't Facebook, <laughs> Twitter. And send any questions, penis pictures, or anything else. Austin will love them. To our Gmail account. Dial H for your I don't answer the Gmail account so you can send all you want to it. Actually, do not because I open it at work all the time. <laughs> Go back. There's a, there's a podcast with Austin's number on it. Send Please all penis pictures. Please don't do that. Yes, yes. Send all penis pictures to Austin's uh, uh, personal. I will forward them all. I will forward everyone I get to Hunter and Drew. I can just delete them. You're the one who's scarred forever. <laughs> um, send them to us. Dial H4HeroClicks at gmail.com. Next episode is going to be a short, concise one giving you advice with the new lanterns. Those packs are now out. You can go to your local stores or go online and find the lantern packs. And now you can trigger all these emotional spectrum abilities. So we want to go through each color and give you advice on what type of pieces would combo well with those give you some build ideas for the future so next you won't really have news on that episode because of our upcoming roc so next week is our annual dial h so we're going to record this in advance and give you guys an episode to listen to that week and we hope that some of you will be joining us that week as we do our dial there's no hope to it there is a you will join us for this i want to see a couple of you at least we're gonna just do like the hypnotizing like tone or something that just <laughs> Until next week, this is Hunter signing off for the sexy duo, Drew Alderson and Austin Smith. Oh, thank you for including me. I thought you were going to see you too. <laughs>